Fashionbot83, hello my loves, how are you? I hope Monday is not proving too agonising and that we're going to be able to just ease the pain slightly with another dollop of joyous inspiration. An added bonus this week as well because our passion podder is actually real life French, so has the most beautiful French accent, which I feel is just another cherry on our cake. Victoria is an illustrator. You'll hear more about all her background and stuff, but she's based in London and launched all her bits and pieces about a year ago, so it's pretty new in the game, um, but has had a fair bit of experience and I think has the most wonderful attitude to this whole sort of creative endeavour adventure. But there's no point in me telling you about that, because she's about to do exactly that in a much better way. Victoria. You're listening to Passion Pod 83 with Victoria Lacroix. So do I describe you as illustrator? Yes. Now I think I do, right? Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I get the official confirmation. Yeah. Um, so darling, take me back, because you haven't always been, you haven't always done illustration. Your background's in graphic design, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the last six years, basically, I've been uh, working as graphic designer. I've been uh, working in agencies or being freelance. And So did you do a degree in that? How, yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah, in Paris, three years uh, in art school. So I had a graduation in visual communication. Uh, so art and drawing, painting always have been really present in my life. But before that, I never thought, ooh, I can actually do something about it. Because I thought, yeah, being an illustrator or a painter, that's so cool. It's not for everybody and it's probably not for me. So I was like, ooh, let's do something more realistic. Let's because... be a graphic designer because you can be part of an agency. Right full-time job or freelance but anyway you've got like a pay from a company it um, feels like a more realistic and exactly, about to commas option a more right. realistic goal which actually our days it's not even that realistic because in london for example or even paris you have so many graphic designers out there lots of them are amazing and yeah the competition is really hard do you think it's because people just it just came to me then i wonder if it's because a lot of creative people who want to draw or paint have that same thought process as you and that they don't see it as a realistic option and that's one way to kind of channel it perhaps yeah. i don't know i think i mean i don't know i feel a bit you know talking for everybody but in my case yeah it was definitely that and i think probably for lots of people it is as well because also the idea that you have at school of what graphic designer is going to be is not necessarily what is actually going to be so like what versus what um I don't know. Personally, when I was at school, I was thinking, oh, graphic design, I'm going to work in a cool studio doing like very nice branding on, on super brands that are uh, unique and, and that I can bring some touch of like art in there. And, you know, some really cool work you see sometimes and you're like, oh, wow. But this is probably, I don't know, for like 10 or if I'm being generous. 20% of the graphic design world. Oh, I'm picturing a very negative. No, 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 right no. Now. But it's great. It's honest. Um, yeah, exactly. But actually, when you work in agency, like lots of the time, you have to do really boring stuff. It's not always exciting work. And really rarely, actually, we ask you to be really creative because you have the art director, the account manager, the client. Everybody is giving his opinion, and you're just at the bottom of the line, pretty much executing what people tell you to do not always uh, you do have some fun in the middle and some project where you're in charge especially when you decide to go freelance and work directly with clients but yeah it's not always super fun and I discovered actually a new I discovered my vision about what was graphic design wasn't really what it is anyway it didn't happen that way for me 
uh, probably for other people it happens but I think it's quite rare so that's why I decided uh, to actually do well yeah to, to go with illustration because even though I always have been in graphic design I was painting on the side and still carry on doing some really creative things just in your free time yeah to keep me sane yeah <laughs> to be like yes I am still creative yeah um, how interesting though having chosen I know the, the inverted commas are coming out left right and center <laughs> but like having chosen a creative career that actually you it's know, not creative right. enough it's, yeah and if you really are creative you really have to find some outlet yeah. yeah and I mean I guess it kind of became more a necessity as well because yeah I've been a bit sick last year nothing too bad but uh, maladie autoimmune that just was enough to make me realize that I need to do stuff that makes me happy in life um so yeah from that I just took the decision well you know what let's go for it and let's really try to start with a illustrator career. So did you like retrain or anything like that at that stage? Uh, no, not really, because uh, already at school actually, I already took some drawing painting classes while I was graduating in Paris. I did took some more drawing class while I was in London, but it was even before I really decided to do that move, so it wasn't necessarily connected. It's just, as it's something that always has been part of my life, it's fun to do, so I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It's yeah. like something you want to spend your time doing. Yeah. yeah. So you had those skills you were practicing all that time. So yeah. when you then make the decision, it's like you're ready to go almost yeah, in that exactly. sense. I thought, yeah, after all, why not? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and that's how I came with this idea as well. It would be cool to have a shop online where I can sell some print um, or some notebook. And at the moment, I'm working as well on doing a collection of T-shirts for kids. Oh uh, my gosh, with the bunny. Yes, with the bunny. Uh, now, I've had a look at your stuff. <laughs> I love it. It's, what's he called? Mr. Lapin or something, yes. isn't it? My French, good. <laughs> um, but he's just delicious. I love him cropping up. And so you're going to put him on, on T-shirts? Yeah, I oh. want to do a collection of organic cotton T-shirts for kids with the bunny in different situation on it. And that would be connected because I'm also working at the moment on illustrating a short story that I wrote for children. Amazing. Which the character star is going to be the bunny as well. So Dal, tell me how you... So you made the decision. I just want to work out a bit the timeline. And you decided to do just illustration. Did you just go cold turkey and just go for the illustration? And I know you weren't well, so I guess that fitted around that. Uh, how yeah. did you sort of... How did it play out? Yeah, it kind of, for a while, I actually just stayed home, work on my illustration to develop a style. Because, um, yeah, that's pretty much what is recommended to do when you're an illustrator, to have your own style. And also you had um, the time not being well. You yeah, were forced exactly. Into that. So it was a bad for a good thing in the same time because, yeah, I had the time then to develop my style, to actually make a plan of what I wanted to do. So for all, for like probably, I don't know, two months, I've been drawing, drawing, looking for, okay, what, what could work for me? as an illustration style, really. And what would be the plan? And, oh yeah, I want to do a shop online. Oh, what's the best platform to do your shop online? And, and how to actually also do the marketing of that? And, like, all sort of things to think of until, like, the packaging, how to send the illustration. Well, have you found any things that have been really helpful with you helping yourself uh, to work? Because that's quite a lot of things, you know, as is often the case with these things. I wonder if you've got any tips or things yeah. that you found are helpful. I don't know. I guess it has been quite helpful all along the way, the little job I've done during my life. Because um, I used to work for a shop in Paris where I was selling bags. And it was a really little shop. So I was really close to um, my boss at the time, the owner of the shop. 
just working in the shop in Paris with her actually um, kind of made me see the behind the scene of what is to have well, a business. And also uh, I've been working during the year as graphic designer, but for a brand of coconut project. And so she has a shop online as well. And um, I don't know, it's lots of little experience like that I actually put together, kind of opened my eyes a bit on how it works even though it's still quite blur because until you're doing it you don't really know but then I don't That's know part I'm actually... of the process yeah exactly it? but I don't know luckily I'm creative and okay maybe it sounds a bit pretentious but I'm as well really organized which in general it's actually quite rare the combination of the two so it's it's lots of things to think of and uh, I'm like lots of lists and posties everywhere <laughs> it's like here I am being organized <laughs> exactly like my room looks really scary exactly from my mission control poster <laughs> I'm trying to put things together um, but I love that I love that thing that's so often the case and I've lots of other people have said that before of when you're getting to this point you suddenly realize all those little things yeah that actually you almost have to go through that process and have those random jobs that at the time you're like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. That you can then recall the experience. Yeah, and I exactly. Love, I love the puzzle pieces fitting in. Which makes it, it makes you feel better as well because some of the job you're like, oh my God, it was horrible to work over there. And then now you're like, yeah, but you know, I actually learned this from this horrible experience. So everything kind of makes sense. So yeah, it's, it's satisfying. It's quite a good feeling. And also now to be able to think, ooh, okay, for now I'm not earning millions, but anyway, all of that, it's for me. I'm working for myself. Even, okay, you can work actually quite a lot and really a lot and long hours and there isn't like the notion of weekend, even in the weekend, I'm like, oh yes, but actually I'm going to do an illustration for this because this is coming this week and it kind of never stops. <laughs> but that's the nature really, of the, yeah, yeah, exactly. the nature of the game. But it is really exciting. So, Darling, we mentioned a bit there about things that have been difficult. Have you got any other things that you found really challenging about setting up on your own or even just the career choice that you've made? I think the really hard bit for me, it's the marketing side. Sort of getting out there. Yeah, and selling myself and selling the things I'm doing. Um, that's what's often so hard for creative people, I think, because... Yeah you like creating you don't like selling yourself yeah yeah and also it takes quite a lot of time actually to be pr for like myself first i don't really know all the time what's the best way to do it thankfully i have some friends who actually are more into marketing and who can tell me yeah you need to do a, a press release and you need to send it to few magazine and things like that and i'm like oh yeah that's actually true um because until yeah, not long ago, I was just, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, that's enough. No, no, it's not enough. <laughs> and it's so funny, I think, now with social media, because we do think that. But it also, it's that thing of, like you say, time. It's like, I'm finding it hard enough to make sure that my Twitter and my Instagram yeah. are tweeting enough. You know, take doing a press release, you've got to work on that, yeah. you've got to rehash it. And then it's that thing of, hang on, but I haven't done any illustrations this week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Time can go very quickly without, because I'm trying also to get in touch with some stockists to have other shops selling my little items. Um, so yeah, all of that, between contacting people, trying to do the marketing, 
It's a lot. It's really a lot. So that's why actually you're ending up doing illustration by night, you know. But it, it's fine because it's fun. So it's motivating. Doesn't matter. But yeah, maybe at some point when I'll be a bit further in front with my business, uh, maybe I'll, I'll actually employ someone to do the marketing. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I'm like, <laughs> it's all about delegating. Just need to have the finances. Exactly. <laughs> um, Dal, talking about finances, how are you making it work now that, you know, you're up and running a bit? Are you still freelancing? And- so, yeah. Uh, I'm still freelancing as graphic designer because, well, even if it's not the most creative thing, but it can still be fun sometimes. And also, uh, well, it allows me to have enough money to then invest in my business. So, yeah, still freelancing. And um, yeah, that's how I do. Um, But then I don't really have uh, like a business plan or I kind of follow the flow. And I'm like, yes, I want to do a T-shirt. Oh, yeah, let's have a freelance job for a couple of weeks and then let's invest and I don't know if it's the best way to do it. It's a bit freestyle. But yeah, let's go with it. Yeah, I know. And it's so brilliant, all these different podcasts. It's so different. People's different. Also, I think it depends on the on the setup. If you're making something that, you know, you need factories yeah. for and stuff like that, then there's a little bit more thought. But when you're creating stuff, especially in the early days, it's up to you, really. That's yeah. the beauty of this kind of stuff. And that's what's absolutely knackering. Because it's like, <laughs> when do I turn myself off? But, you know, it's up to you and it's up yeah. to you how you balance it and make it work. And that, yeah, I think is really empowering, well, can be really empowering. Yeah, it definitely it is. Much more energy than I never had working full time for a company because, yeah, again, it's for yourself. So when you choose to do that, you choose to do something that you actually love doing. So you love doing it and it's fun. Yeah, it's like, what's not to <laughs> yeah, love? Exactly. Just apart from, you know, making an actual business for it. But just yeah. forget that bit. <laughs> Just let me draw all day. Uh, Victoria, my doll, tell me what what advice would you give to anyone? What what stuff has really been made a real difference to you following this kind of journey? What what sort of thing would you pass on? Um, just to be really open about. I mean, it sounds really cheesy, actually, come sentence, but really. These are the best ones, darling. What can happen in life, and and just follow what you want without being too worried about things, even if it sounds quite naive and maybe not very grown up and like settled. But whatever, just go for it, because why not? Like nothing really too bad can happen. I mean, yes, you can go bankrupt, but that's fine. You can find another job and do money again. It's okay. Do you think you've always been like that? Yeah, that's the thing. It always have been part of my life. This philosophy to be going with the flow and going on with what I feel like doing. I guess it comes from like the bohemian vibes I had in my family. And so, yeah, when I was 22, I decided, oh, yeah, let's go to San Francisco to see how it is over there. I want to live there once over there. I didn't like it. And I had to come back to Paris, which some people were like, "Ooh, that must be hard. No, because it's kind of a failure. Actually, didn't work out in San Francisco. And what's the failure in there? And like, actually, I've been there. I tried it. The failure would have been by being scared of not doing it. Then I'm not doing it. And then the rest of my life, I would have been like, but what if I have been over there? And what if I did it? And actually, I didn't. So all my life, it would have been a regret. So that's the same for the business. And actually, you probably should live your life for everything pretty much like that. Just do what you want to do and... Because, yeah, regrets is the worst. So just go with the flow. <laughs> and also, most of all, never ever think, oh, and what if it's going to fail? Like, then I'm going to be a failure. What people going to think? Because that's the worst thing. Then you're just stuck and you don't do anything. And really, actually, who cares? People would always admire someone who tries something and it didn't work out than just someone who's not doing anything. 
oh, I just want to practice what she preaches, don't you? Do you know what I mean? It's like, I know that that's right, but it's really hard sometimes, especially if you're not made to do that by default. But, you know, never say never. These things can be practised, I feel. Thank you so much to Victoria for making the time to have a chat with us on Passion Pods. Just really lovely to be able to share her story and have her as part of our team. Um, if you want to listen to any more of these, don't forget you can subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't done already. We've chatted to all sorts of different people. Our back catalogue is wide and varied. Hula hoopers, food makers, actors, musicians, textile designers. You name it, we've probably got it on there. And if we haven't... Please tell us and then we can get hold of them. Um, Thank you so, so much as ever for listening. It's just a total honour and a joy that you donate your time to putting us in your ears. We just are so super grateful. Find us on Twitter at PassionPods if you want to get in touch for any reason at all. Next week we will be back with a really exciting, very newly launched company that I actually saw on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. A couple of people that I follow were tweeting about it. And they're an online shop full of products with lifetime guarantees. So I'm absolutely fascinated to chat to them a bit more, especially with all the stuff that we've got going on with everything being so disposable and fast moving. I'm quite looking forward to taking a breath and having a chat to them who sound like they're slowing things down a bit for us. All about the balance. So join us. We're back next week on Monday with that sparkly new passion pod. See you then. (laughs) 